0: Hello and welcome to this podcast.
1: Uh, it's called The Values Workshop. Uh, Seema ji, it's good to have you. Uh, I have no clue what your background is. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself?
0: Okay. So I am a, uh, born and brought up in Bombay. So typical metro person. Okay. Uh, did my regular cycle of the life journey, very new study, go to college, did my MBA, uh, all, all for getting a good job, managed to get a very good placement and okay. uh, for next 15-20 years, I was into FMCG companies, managing their marketing and brands, uh, oh, doing the, yeah. So doing business development, uh, making a lot of advertisements, selling anything from soap, shampoos. And uh, ketchups, even <laughs> tissue paper, a lot of these. Yeah. And um, so, whilst doing all this, there was always a thought in mind that, you know, after about 10 years in this kind of life, uh, there was a thought that, you know, we don't want to continue this kind of life for a long time. So, kind of made a goal that, you know, before 40, we will retire. And uh, yeah. we will do, we'll live a life which gives us uh, satisfaction, which allows us to explore and Go throughout, travel a lot. So, and this happened along with my husband because he's he had the same vision. He said, I cannot do this for very long. So both of us had decided okay, let's take a break after before we turn 40. So a lot of financial understandings we tried to gather. So kujago investor ki course and then plan ki, you know, how could we achieve that goal what typical management you know that kind of lifestyle if, you, if we are planning a lifestyle we needed to plan it with a vision goals objectives so uh, tried to become liability free before 40 and uh, managed to do that so then you know the life completely changed when uh, we started looking for ab kya karna hai so what kind of social impact will our life have uh, so so life ka purpose kya hai. So when these kind of questions start cropping in, ke, you know, what are we living for? So uh, ek bar you are free from financial burdens, and then you have to hai, so what do we live for? <laughs> and so this kind of questions came in, and then um, I think my husband did the starting works of uh, finding out that maybe let's uh, help the farmers. Because farmers' ke suicide rates were very listening. So he said, let's help farmers. And the biggest problem farmers have is water. Uh, so because of water shortage, there were a lot of suicides around Maharashtra area. So yeah. we did our own farming course also. start started. And two years we did that. You know, how with a limited amount of water, you can grow a lot of vegetables and cultivate fish. So this is not a very... Um, good model for farmers of India. Investment heavy we both are metro people. I am from Bombay, husband is from Pune, so farming land. So the farming workshops, you know, if you don't have your own land, then it doesn't make sense. that You do farming because we a very investment rich project. So then the second best option was that uh, you connect farmers to consumers so this is one clarity that we started getting ki chalo ek kuch aisa kaam kare eliminate all the middlemen farmers and consumers ko connect karne ka ek channel banayenge and sath hi sath yeh hua i have a autoimmune uh, disorder for long time so about 25 years i am with this disorder so bahut kuch therapies sab tarah of पैथीस try ho chuki and uh, Around the same time, I met a doctor who said the only thing you need is change of lifestyle. So completely chemical free life genie and the first step you want is chemical free food. So एक तरफ parallel line चालू हो you know, we want to help farmers and दूसरे तरफ से ये भी signal जा कि आपको health के लिए organic ही खाना है और कोई option नहीं है. So then this film you this know, work में पूरे अपने आप को job देना जो बोलते हैं उस तरह So घर से start kiya tha, we started with getting food for our own uh, community people जो society में रहते हैं वो लोगों को बोला कि हम farmers के uh, organic food लाने वाले हैं तो अगर आपको चाहिए आपके लिए भी ले आएंगे। So इस तरह से weekly one का project चालू हुआ अब 6 साल में ये प्रोजेक्ट एक अच्छा एक प्रोजेक्ट ही बन गया है मेरा फार्मर नाम से हम लोगों ने एक वेबसाइट चालू कर दिया है जिसमें से लोग ऑर्डर करते हैं एंड हम लोग डायरेक्ट फार्मर से लाके लोगों को सप्लाई करते हैं तो एक ये मार्केट प्लेस बन गया है जो भी केमिकल फ्री ऑप्शंस है जीवन जीने के लिए सिर्फ खाने के लिए भी नहीं बट सोप्स है and uh, shampoos bol ye, cleaners bol ye, whatever you want in your daily life which is chemical free is available on our platform now so six years mein journey ye yes uh,
1: it is very interesting that you spoke about the connection between your personal uh, what is the health problem but there could be other kind of problems that people face and the life course that you in a way, were internalizing for a long time before you even jumped into it. Do you think uh, we are pawns in the play of life sometimes uh, that we are being pushed, prodded, cajoled, coaxed or sometimes outrightly forced into living a certain kind of life uh, which may be right by itself? That's not the question here it's kind of, there is a life force that is, you know, driving us from within and from outside circumstances. Do you
0: think there is something like that? Yeah, sometimes it happens because till, as I said, till the time I was into the corporate life, you meet that kind of people. It's like like like-minded people who are after fame, money, success. The parameters of success is different. The moment we try to switch the sides, and try to be on a different side, then the kind of people I meet was so different. And uh, the horizon of life started expanding. So the kind of uh, people I met gave me very different meanings of success, very different meaning of happiness. And that, you know, what you're talking about, when uh, there is a pressure that i you on the right path, or uh, you know this is not the thing that you're doing like typically families say y'all are so y'all were having all seven figure salaries and all and you have left everything what are you doing now so this question even after six seven years now this question still comes so even today my dad or my mom or even my in-laws will talk about y'all are ruining your life by not doing what you know what you should be doing or what you are capable of doing but I think the parameter of success what they have seen is money and fame whereas now we are experiencing a different life and uh, when you have a community of like minded people you get that reassurance from them so there is a balance of people around you you know good and bad or you not exactly good and bad but people who put you in the right direction in the
1: same thing yeah
0: yes so um, with that community it is going good
1: My thought, actually my question was a little more pointed than that. Uh, It was uh, the mind state, okay, now since you opened this can of worms a little before that I expected. uh, uh, You know, these kind of decisions, however much you plan for them, in the end, when you're making that, taking that plunge into a lifestyle which is not matching what you've had so far, there's always that sense of discomfort. Forget others telling you. It's not that you are uh, not intelligent or you have no idea of what you're getting into. There's always a lot of calculation, a lot of things that you're doing, and plus Uh, you've had your MBA, so you know the parameters of success and the pitfalls of going for an alternative lifestyle. So all of those things you may have studied. But my personal experience, uh, about anything at all. I'm still in the middle of both the fields. Uh, I am from advertising and I do not have that financial wherewithal to get out 100%. Yet I live a balanced life, uh, living how I want and at the same time managing to uh, be a part of the circle which keeps on fueling my uh, everyday needs. But my point is when you're taking a plunge like the one that you took, there is always that sense of reputation is it the right way to go because there are no there are no fixed paths of success the way they are sold to us in the in the mainstream world so you have this guy is an MBA for 20 years he worked he became the president of a company and he has these three farmhouses and karchat and five cars and all kinds of things are there for you to see and experience and fall back upon here there is only gut feel I feel this is the right path for me. How do you deal with the dark part of because you are going to the unforeseen. There is nothing planned. Obviously, you have tried the best you could, but you know that all of it could just go like one gust of wind and all of it is blown. Yeah.
0: So for that, as I said, you know, all your earlier planning is helpful. Because when we quit the job and we quit that kind of lifestyle, we did a lot of calculations and quit. So we did calculations to the extent that we will be comfortable for next 25 years with the same left life- lifestyle. So this is the kind of planning we had already done. And still now with this uncertainty, especially after COVID, when we see a lot of inflation coming up, yeah, there is that fear which keeps cropping up, you know, it's enough. Hoga kya? So now the second part, what we also have is, you know, my daughter is also unschooled. I have only one daughter. And uh, when we took this different alternative path, we pulled her also out from the regular normal path. And we said, okay, when we have pulled out ourselves from after 40 years of going through that line, maybe we'll give you a better chance. We'll give you uh, more years. So when she was in fourth grade, we pulled her out of school. And uh, we took her with us to all the farms, to whatever we were going. So she's unschooled and I see her being groomed better than what we are because she understands life and what we talk about, emotional questions and all. She has it much better than we have. And many a times when we look at this security issues, we have future in mind. क्या here, because of her, I feel very secure because Kithniwar, when I hear from her that, you know, why are we staying in a flat? We should be just going and staying in the village. You know, we have everything there. And uh, <laughs> there is so much of abundance in the farm. We don't need, when we come here, we need so much of, you know, Wi-Fi. We need so much of this kind of food. And then there are a lot of things which keep coming in and we want it. But once we are in village and we are at the farm, we really don't have things to distract us. And we are satisfied. So she keeps telling us, ke, okay, let's live this life and then convert totally towards that side. So that is the biggest reassurance that I have. Ke, okay, I have actually future generation ko convert. Ho gaya. So if she is comfortable, then I'm okay. Yeah. Okay, another thing that
1: uh, you mentioned, but in brief that uh, you started uh, meeting people who were uh, kind of a reassurance of the first sort, when you got into this business, those people were living a, a different route to a different kind of success as well. It wasn't as traditionally a success as seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, you, can you tell us something about a point where you were vulnerable and this kind of reassurance came up? Uh, because the series particularly is about talking about vulnerabilities. And I want to go more into the dark spaces than the... This This all seems very nice on a particular day. Right. There are days which, which are very testing and they test your resolve, they test your uh, plans, everything. So yeah. uh, has there been a story that you can share with us where you were... Yeah.
0: In okay. your initial so many... also. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, actually... There are more in the initial days only because uh, those, were as I told you, we are both metro people. So I am a typical Bombay girl. <laughs> My husband is a Punei, And uh, for me, Bombay to Pune itself was going behind. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, when, uh, when I'm told that now we have to go and connect to farmers. So it actually meant that we live with them and we establish a relation that, you know, they become us. And we were representing them. So that kind of trust we have developed. So whilst we started doing that, I somewhere felt, you know, from Bombay to Pune and then from Pune to villages. And in villages, when you see the homes, when you see the washrooms, then those were the times when I was like, no, I'm not sure if I am doing the right thing. And uh, is this future for me? So I don't want to do it. And uh, then you meet the farmers and then, you know, how can the person be so you know, happy and so secure with such a small place? And But then when you look at him, he is enjoying his life. He's so satisfied. These are people who are doing natural farming, not reliant on uh, the outside world for chemical fertilizers and all. So there was an incident when we were at the farms and we were about to leave after collecting our crop. And this guy told us, you wait, wait for another half an hour. I said, why do we want to wait? And then... Uh, he said, just wait and you will see something. And exactly after half an hour, the entire sky was filled up with almost 200 parrots. And they were all shouting. And I said, what happened? You know, 200 parrots, suddenly there was nothing. And suddenly the entire sky is filled up. And he told us that I have a crop of maize. And because I grow natural without any chemicals, the entire population of parrots in this village comes to my fields and they eat up the corn and they when they come they come very silently with no noise and when they go they thank me and go which is why all this noise and then i said desi bhutta we don't get it in uh, pune and we, we want to carry it back he said no this is not for you this is not for sale this is for them and i said Oops. how much time does it Haan. and i said how much time does it take for it to come he said about two months three months i said three months ki aapki mehnat is all taken over he said, din mein ye khet khali ho so in three days, it will be gone. And I was thinking, ki and you will not earn a single rupee from this field. And he was telling it with so much pride and so much happiness. And I was like, how does it happen? Because you have invested in that time, money, efforts. So we are shattered. We are depressed. And we we actually you know go down, and here is a guy who is telling me so proudly, you know, sirf mere aate and ye pura saaf karke chale That was a biggest game changer for me. I said, this is the kind of happiness I want to experience, and if I can experience it here, if I can be taught over here that that was what you know. These are this is just one of the incident and jitne alag farms mein hum jaate gaye and experiences so these are people who are living in abundance of nature So unka ek dialogue when you the other farm when we went he said jab nature mujhe abundance mein de hai, mein problem so when you all get in abundance you can give yeah so it's all about you know give and take but with nature yeah so the, yeah. So these were a lot of things which helped me, you know, stick to this path.
1: Wonderful. Uh, you spoke about uh, having health issues uh, that were uh, recommended by doctors that you have a change of lifestyle. Yeah. You are one of the few people I believe that I know who changed their lifestyle completely, considering what you are talking about. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little about the challenges that you faced and? Uh, yeah, then a positive story, if possible, where your health had an issue and then you realize, okay, uh, I know of a lot of people, my own family has had issues earlier, uh, mm-hmm. uh, unresolvable. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt very strongly about, uh, but it has never been possible because i na a calculation and I'm not a very calculated person. It's very spur of the moment, but I have family, I have extended family, all of that is there. So it's never been, and I am not a guy who uh, who cuts off everything. I like to keep everything in the middle space. That okay, I live, get to live my life and take my breaks, and at the same time take care of this. So can you tell us a little bit about your health and uh, the ramification, good or bad, whatever, your experiences.
0: So I have been uh, living with psoriasis. So psoriasis is a skin disorder, but actually it is an autoimmune issue. So skin is only a part where it is show, it is showing up. But internally, there are a lot of cell issues which are getting damaged. So this has started long back. So as I said, Silver Jubilee ho. gaya hai So all the pathies have been done. Kaffee doctors pass right from, I think, Urisa se leke, Kanya taka, I have taken a lot of medicines, alternative, and uh, steroid injections and many things and uh, it was quite painful journey and more than you know physical pain it was mental pain because when the spots come up on your face and on your head and then sometimes bleeding happens so it was like very difficult to live with it and when we took it to Pune and then this doctor he is supposed to be the best cancer specialist an Ayurveda doctor who is considered as a cancer specialist so I just linked it up, you know, autoimmune, so let me figure out whether he can help me. And I heard him in a seminar. And his first point was you know, if people want to come out of these long-term genetic autoimmune issues, they have to change their lifestyle. And he made a list of five points which last was medicines. So lifestyle may when we went to him, he said first become gluten-free. I said, gluten-free. मतलब, from Bombay, I have never eaten anything but vada pav and <laughs> rotis. So that was the first hit. You know, How do you come out of gluten and switch to bakris? So he said, if you want to do that, so your body has to only take bakris, whether it is jawa or bajra, anything. So come to millets. So that was first shift in the food pattern. Uh, already I have been lo- into a lot of uh, food changes like you know, no fermented food, no cutta uh, food, all those all those things are manageable. But this time it was talking about you know, change of complete palate. So you leave all that, come to Millets and then live in a stress-free environment. So I said stress. So till that time you feel like you know, every doctor was telling me that okay, you have to be stress-free. We, you don't take stress, it just comes. <laughs> So maybe my personality is that type that, you know, I overthink, but usko So then there were a lot of uh, pranayam things and meditation things he explained. And he put me to those kind of people who would give it to me. But I observed that when I go to farms, it is already very cool, calm, serene environment. You just go and sit by the river and you feel very calm. So there's no conscious need to get into meditation. So... When you're spending, like I just t- totaled up, <laughs> I do calculations, I overthink. So I think I must have spent almost 10 12 lakhs on treating this by even by changing doctors. So any doctor you go to, minimum 5000 per month to legai. So, so many years, so easily I have spent so much. And here I started seeing the shift, you know, with this doctor's advice. And just by being at farms, I'm getting it all free. And the kind of eruptions which used to come up, the rate has come down. And uh, just as I was feeling calm, all these things started, you know, it, it didn't go away completely. I'm still having it. But then it's not bothering me anymore. And in this community, you don't have people who keep poking you. What happened? What happened? And they keep giving you advices. or Try this. Try this. Here, this side of the part. All people are accepting. They say, okay, you are living with it. You are fighting it out. Good. Khatam. If you are on the company side, people start giving you a you know, lot of list of doctors and all. So you know, nature is giving you everything for free. This a realization. If you really sync with nature, it's getting out of your body. Otherwise, psoriasis patients I have seen, they have. it was told that you will get osteoporosis very soon. So if you do a bone check, my bone check was telling me that my bones are already 60 years old. I said, okay, fine. So if you just take it with a pinch of salt, okay, hai, so how does it bother me? Earlier, it used to bother me. Oh my God, my bones are gone. So you get the tension. And now you are, okay, okay, it's an it's a information. <laughs> but I live with it and I'm living with it. So it's good. So ye, this is the major shift that can happen. Interesting. Uh,
1: We had our own experiments in this manner, not as dynamic and uh, uh, dramatic as your understanding was. Uh, We've been staying in the uh, urban environment for the longest period of time. Uh, One of the things that I want to ask you here, what about the mind? You spoke a lot about the body here and... uh, little experiences of meeting people their ease of being is a term that i like to use Uh, their sense of acceptance uh, their sense of vibing with the uh, with how nature wants us to be Uh, whereas we in the uh, urban milieu are oftenly you know more schedule oriented and we are pushed into doing things uh, whether we like them or not, most times. Um, when you shifted there, how did you deal with the restlessness part of it? Or the. Also, these, uh, while it is very easy to say you sat down by the river, it doesn't happen on the first time, it doesn't happen on the mm-hmm. second time. You, you just got to be easing into that uh, scenario. It's not mm-hmm. overnight necessarily. Some things happen that gives you an indication in the body. Uh, ke aaj tha. but you know that mm-hmm. mental stress you the, the description of your disease doesn't seem easy at all and uh, mm-hmm. may have tested your nerves very often changed your nature sometimes uh, make made you irritable so uh, all those things uh, can you just narrate something about uh, how did you ease into that
0: Thing or it just happened organically and you didn't have time to think about it. how was that no no it doesn't happen organically <laughs> uh, it is exactly uh, this disease actually and overall because of my personality of being a overthinker uh, it. I am you know I cannot be in a routine uh, I am into marketing and all so I have travelled every time I cannot be in one place also for a long time so I'm a person who cannot be in a routine. If if you tell me, okay, make food every day, I cannot do that. So that itself, the thought itself will irritate me. So with this kind of a personality, it is very difficult. You know, Uh, if I be in a place for a long time and doing the same job, I get irritated to the extent that I leave everything and I have done that twice. (laughs) I leave everything and just go away and to a deserted place or maybe a friend's place who is out where there is no signal. So now, In this community, we have such people, so we can run away like that. So I've done that. Not very healthy option, yeah, because uh, it gives a lot of stress to others. (laughs) Your family becomes distressed, you know, this girl is going out. And during this phase, uh, you have to consult people again. But then good part is that you don't have people who will give you steroids. Here we have people who give you uh, a better path, better way of handling it. So during this COVID time, just before COVID time, I got into a lot of claustrophobia. And uh, I would really consider myself lucky because I'm into this farming business. During COVID, I had that emergency pass to keep moving around. Otherwise, because of that, being uh, cornered in a small flat, I would have passed out. <laughs> but during this claustrophobia period, I'm mean, even now, I'm very afraid of flying in flights and all. Because somewhere, I need more air. So if I don't feel air around me, I can't stay in ACs. So this is also a kind of uh, uh, maybe side effect of what I'm going through. So to get out of this claustrophobia and to keep my mind relaxed, I was advised to stay in a uh, rehab center, you can say, but it's an Ayurvedic uh, rehab center. Um, And then uh, mind healing center. So seven days I stayed there. So that helped me again. So a lot of times you have to go back to people who can who are experts into treating you. So I was I actually took the help of a physiotherapist, then a psychologist, but then it was not doing much. So then again back to my alternative people, and they put me into this uh, nisar therapy. Okay, if you are feeling comfortable in nature, then let me get you a person who can treat you there. So seven days of therapy happening in his center in a village. And uh, he was a mind doctor. So all throughout, we used to have like three sessions, one-on-one. And he used to take out whatever I'm going through. So these kind of expert helps are needed because you cannot just go on alone. Yeah.
1: Uh, what I meant was a little more than that, in the sense of your own... Uh, one part is you obviously took the help of experts, but this mm-hmm. is outside help what are the internal changes that you brought upon yourself saying okay uh, this is um, very often uh, when when we go on this path where we are uh, trying new things we realize that uh, the problem begins elsewhere and very often it is the mind and then you realize how much you are reacting to things and uh, how how uh, being an accepting person would help you. So is there Mm -hmm. anything that happened where your fight was your own and you came out of it? Uh, Obviously, physically, you've taken help, uh, which is obvious because since it's a classified disease. But Mm -hmm. my question is more internal. Uh, As per your fight, what did you do? Yeah,
0: so internally... Um, very simple thing. a Psoriasis is a skin problem. So earlier I used to just cover up everything. So if it came on the neck, I used to wear a lot of scarves and all. If it was on my, I used to always wear full sleeves and full pants because there was some spot somewhere and then it started growing and people would ask. But now is a phase where I'm just roaming around and then if people ask, I say, "Okay, I know what it is and you know, I'm happy with it. <laughs> Don't bother me." So that acceptance, what you are talking, has come to a lot extent. Yes, at some places even today, like Jana hai. So then you still think about okay, okay, I can't wear maybe a backless blouse or something because there are some spots on the back. But at a time then when you, you just want to give it up. You know, this is me. Then you think about people who have uh, leukemia or the vitigo people who have black and white skin. So then. Yeah, even today, as you rightly said, it is a constant fight in the mind, you know, should I just completely not bother about people, but then in what circumstances, so as you can't really go with a backless blouse and say, okay, I'm happy, and then because there are hundreds of people, you will be continuously asking you the same questions, so to avoid those questions, you feel like, let's be covered, but otherwise, otherwise that comfort has come, okay, if I'm roaming around alone, I don't bother about covering it up all. So okay, I can one,
1: talk about it. One little question on that, uh, a little uh, different from the questions I've been asking you. On one hand, you are quite an accomplished person. But the, on the surface of it, there is only success. You, mm-hmm. uh, you lived a normal life, you went into a typical good job, you got a good salary, you were progressing. You uh, got a husband who has shared your life path very easily, comparatively. Obviously, there will be a difference of opinions on certain things sometimes. But I'm saying more or less what it seems on the surface as much as as we've spoken here. Uh, You opted for an alternative lifestyle. It has worked out for you. Uh, Your health issues have come down. All of it is positive. So why this... uh, Fear yet is my question. I'm saying from a perspective that you have lived it. I'm just listening. Half an hour and I feel so. Hey, yar, this is a fairy tale. So all the things are Problem is not coming. Because i have been a writer, I know that plot mein twist is needed. Conflict comes. Conflict resolution is important. So my point to you is. Far more deeper here. As a person, who you why is the fear still existent? And are you doing anything to accept it or face it? What What are your What is your modus operandi? How do you deal with the fear when it happens today? What is it that you tell yourself? It could be very basic. Mm-hmm. Like one question that I keep asking myself during any time. It could be random. Uh, are you happy? I just ask myself, are you happy? And uh, where is this? Like, where are you in this space? So at least it gives me clarity considering that in the urban lifestyle, you're so busy that you don't even know whether you're happy or you're sad or whatever. So more about Mm -hmm. are you happy? And most of the time I am happy. So I go back to the doing what I'm doing and I want to know what is the state of my mind at times. Mm -hmm. And this is a very basic thing. It's not the most important thing in my life. But when I talk to myself, this is one of the dialogues that I use. Uh, what is it that you tell yourself on a bad day today? Because you are fearful also, you mentioned that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I my thing is, uh, as you ask yourself, are you happy? I ask myself, do I have enough? <laughs> <laughs> so, when I, <laughs> so when I get an answer to it, okay, do I have enough? So... Uh, When you have seniors with you, you always have this biggest fear of, you know, the fear is only about money and security. So it's all about, okay, uh, my in-laws, my father-in-law passed. So he, even with two days of hospitalization, we spent around seven, eight lakh rupees in hospital. And then these fears become more worse. You know, if just two days of hospitalization can cost you seven eight lakh rupees with no background of issues. So if I go into that state, then my <laughs> my numbers would be much higher. And then how will I manage? So that's the medical fear is the biggest thing that you get, and medical with money. But again, when uh, you see okay, if you can do preventive healthcare, it will not happen. And then you, during COVID, there were so many cases that people didn't have anything, but still they survived. Suddenly, people we though consciously lo, gave up our jobs, but there were people who lost their jobs, both husband and wife, and they left urban life and they had to go back to their hometowns. This is from my own friend circle. Yeah. So again, when you when you listen to these stories, then I'm like, I have enough. So I think that's my mantra, which you know I keep asking myself. Okay. okay Even my mom and uh, my dad, they are living a retired life for last 10 years now. And they are happy. They are having enough. So I'm like, okay, if they can be happy and they are okay, so I have more than them. So I'm happy. happy. (laughs) Yeah, so that that keeps me good. Uh,
1: This has been a wonderful chat. Uh, In a very short span, you have covered us through a life of uh, extremes, I would say. Uh, one sees a kind of uh, life that you lived where you had everything at your disposal and then had the uh, had the strength to pick up an adventure which is actually an adventure. Uh, money is one of the things I personally am not a great fan of thinking that money solves everything. It, it does solve a lot of issues, but life is quite tricky. It can bring up issues that are much beyond money, uh, as you know, with your health, you may have all the money in the world sometimes, but still the solution does not exist. In that time, you have to learn to change yourself and become accepting. Uh, so, thank you for inspiring us with your life story. Uh, it was thank great you. having you. And I shall see you soon.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot. This also helps me go through my internal thinking that whether I am on the right things. Uh, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.